Okay, hi guys. The podcast is on purpose. I am Dr. John Duffy, and with me, as always, is noted Chicago Tribune columnist Heidi Stevens. You're coming up with new adjectives <laughs> for me each week. I'm so worried I'm going to run out now. You know? <laughs> Did one of your neighbors note how much they hate me? So now I'm noted. <laughs> Nobody has said how much they hate you. Nobody uh, hates not you. Not to you. Oh my God. Okay, I take it back. Some Are people. You, this has been a bad inbox week. Has it really? Yeah, really bad. That that is wretched to me. I, I I know like you know I know you pretty well. I know a few other female journalists. That seems insane to me that people will take the time to write terrible things to you. Well, you know what? I mean, what did you do? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little insane. I, Michael and I were talking about this yesterday because somebody didn't like something he wrote about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and then it, within the email, letting him know how much they didn't like that, they ta- they started talking about me and like our sex life and how it's probably terrible and all this stuff um because people those are fair jumps fair yeah, yeah totally i mean you, you <laughs> can see how you'd go there from butch cassidy and the sundance kid yeah the the the, the conclusion's obvious i uh, wanted to make it <laughs> <laughs> he was he said what we were all thinking right <laughs> the truth but, tellers thank goodness for right. the truth tellers right um <laughs> What I said to Michael and what I tell myself as I'm reading the email is like, I'm just glad that no one in this world occupies that much headspace for me that I start imagining the sex life they have or don't have with their spouse. Or I I come up with the meanest, most like viciously crafted email to them to make sure I do the most damage to their psyche in that moment. I'm so glad Basically, that like the experiences and people around me have shaped me into a better human than that. Seriously. Someone I've never met. I'm going to give them that much space in my heart and my head that I would like devote part of my day to making them feel bad about themselves. Um, Or I would start imagining what their life is like. I mean, I just can't really even get myself there. And that makes me grateful right and that's happy the, I, I can imagine yeah that that i'm not that sad of a person so that's actually kind of this week anyway how i'm receiving so most of it is because you know i i wrote about trump's tweets against the you know congresswoman telling them to go back to where they came from and um, which by and that, large is here Right. So they, they're, 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 they've they really done it. did all, all, all come from here, yeah. except for the one who right. was born in Somalia and actually is a naturalized citizen um, right. since 2000. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that today. But that nope. is that is you know that any time obviously that you write about politics, you're you're gonna get some blowback, and and I understand that this, that comes to the territory. But um, but this week has just been particularly vile stuff, and so um, you know you try to. Rise above it. I and I can't, doing what I do, I can't help but think about like, okay, so what puts somebody in that frame of mind, mm-hmm. you know, um, which kind of reminds me of what I think we want to talk about because it's like what takes grace away from somebody's psyche yeah. and what, what puts it in there, you know? Um, and you were showing me, speaking of, I think, grace, um, a little bit of Aziz Azari's latest 
comedy special. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's new. Um, Looks super funny. Yeah. We were both laughing. It is funny. Yeah. Um, the part that I would love to get into with you is that stuff right at the beginning where he talks about that whole, what do you even call it, experience incident last year? The Scandal, I think, is what people would call it, like, just from a news point of view. Right. But, um, an incident, right? Yeah, certainly an incident. And, well, he's pretty clear that, you know, like, um, it was an incident in which he made somebody really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. So, babe.net, which was a website I had not heard of before the story and actually haven't heard of since. But Sounds like a mess, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sure was, it's great. <laughs> I had all sorts of problems with the story just journalistically, but it's out there and we're talking about it and we've been talking about it for a year. And so... In this piece that Babe.net wrote, um, they talked to a young woman. She was 22 at the time that she said this date happened with Aziz Ansari. She she's, remains anonymous, but they call her Grace, which is not why you were using the word no, Grace. No, but, no, no, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> different, different use of Grace. But um, she talks about going out to dinner with him, going back to his apartment and him immediately getting um, really physical and really aggressively physical. And the headline was something like, I went on a date with Aziz Ansari. It turned out to be the worst night of my life. Yeah. And, you know, it. they published it, you, you know, sort of right in the um, a really hot moment of Me Too, right? Stories were coming at us left and right about, you know, survivors and blowback yep. and backlash and all of it. And so the conversation quickly became like, does this belong in Me Too or was it just a bad date or was it assault or what was it? Right. She even said to the writer, um, you know, that her cues weren't super clear. She was expecting him to read them, but she wasn't really outright saying no stop i don't want to um she was kind of like moving his hand away or moving her head away or saying like i don't want to hate you and subtle ish cues that she was hoping you know any like you know person who's hoping you're both enjoying themselves (laughs) would pick up on right but he wasn't and so that's what she talks about and Um, I don't know. At the time, I thought, you know, this is somewhere in between bad date and assault. But I'm glad we're going to talk about it. Yep. um, Because I think that's an experience a lot of young men and young women and probably actually any age men and women will find themselves in. And is this a time where we can encourage our you know, daughters to speak up about what they want and what they don't want and about what they need and what they don't need and be unapologetic on either end. Like, yeah, I'm into this. Right. That's not embarrassing. Or, hey, I am not into this. That's not embarrassing. Right. Like, so could we use this essay that we don't exactly know how to define as a teaching moment for all of us? So here we are a year later. Yep. He goes on tour. He turns it into a Netflix special, and right off the bat, what he he he, he cops to it. I mean, he, he stops the comedy effectively, and he gives three or four minutes to. Here's how I've, I've given this a lot of thought over time, and um, I realize he he realizes so much, but he effectively says, no matter what, 
I made somebody really, really uncomfortable. I've given it a lot of thought. I've talked to people about it. I've talked to friends about it. One friend of mine said it made him review every date he's ever been on. And Aziz is pretty clear, like, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I, I think that's a good thing that we're thinking about it and we're talking about it. So you can sense that um, he's not – this doesn't feel like just I'm going to propagandize this to liberate myself from the accusation at all. It didn't feel that way to me either. No, no. It feels like this is – we should keep talking about it and, you know, and thinking about it and considering it and act differently and – I kind of got the impression, even though he doesn't say it overtly, I need to be different. Yeah. I need to take that cue. I didn't take that cue very well. I think he said, yeah. he said, this made me a better person. Yeah. And he he starts out by saying that, you know, since that was published, he's felt all sorts of emotions. He's felt scared. He's felt humiliated. Right. He's felt terrible was the one he said he feels most of all, right? Yeah. And so, you know... Putting that on the table and then still being able to say, in effect, I'm still glad it happened because if it's making any of us more thoughtful, that's a good thing. And he also did not say, I felt attacked. Uh, I right. felt defensive. Right. I mean, the so the the regular crap you, you're normally hearing, he just I, I would imagine with some deliberation decided against that. Right. And yeah. just decided like. I'm not going to argue this. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a point. Uh, this happened. Right. Right. And, and there's this presumption that, you know, he accepts that this happened. He acknowledges that this happens pretty clearly. And so he talks about, you know, what has changed. Yeah. And that he is better. And that friends of his and he are talking about it yeah. and reviewing in their minds, you know, how they have acted on dates. It's kind of the conversation I've been waiting for yeah. in this Me Too movement. And I can think of a whole bunch of people who I've been waiting for them to say something along these lines. Bill Clinton, we've talked about before with Monica. It, it, say it in some way that indicates, talk in some way about the reflection you're doing. I just want to hear about the reflection. I'm not all that interested in... Villains, yeah. demonizing, canceling people. I'm not that's not that interesting to me. Right. I don't think it gets us anywhere. It's certainly as a parent trying to raise sons and a daughter, I, I don't find it useful. You're canceled. Well, I don't what is okay. I mean, if we're talking about felons, okay, fine. Like I don't really ever need to see another Harvey Weinstein. Oh, right, right, right. Film. If you're going to the go very to far end of the spectrum, fine. right, right. The, that is not what we're talking about. That is not what Grace the anonymous yes. person named Grace, um, pen name Grace, um, pseudonym, I should say, is alleging, right? No. This is not, we're not talking Harvey Weinstein nope. behavior. Nope. Um, That's what's th interesting about this this situation is what Aziz, uh, his experience probably reflects that of a lot of men. Grace's experience probably reflects that of a lot more women yep. than the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Right. So the discussion the to have... I hope. Yeah, I right? hope. Right, I hope. Right. Boy, was that presumptuous? I mean, is that not true, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, okay. Uh, 
Harvey is in a universe of his own in terms of like grossness, but also in terms of like Hollywood elite and money and right, parties. Right. And so, yeah. Well, I'm I mean, thinking like Epstein too. And some of these guys where it feels oh, like, oh man, this yeah. is so grim. Monster. So monster. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, like, the, like, please don't make a TV movie about this. It's too horrid. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the possibility of being on a date <clears throat> like Aziz and Grace were on, if the details, the way she wrote them happened, yeah. that, I think that happens all the time, frankly. That I, really I think do. Hap- that I think happens all the time. I would guess that, well, I'll lend my experience to this without, uh, and I'll be, uh, I'll preserve confidence as best I can. I haven't worked with many men or boys in the last few years. Many men and boys I've worked with okay. have reflected on like, ooh, I I think I've crossed the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think I've crossed the line. I need to think about that, mm-hmm. you know, which is great. I mean, I, I'm glad they're thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to me that it takes this moment for that to be necessary. Yeah. To, but that's as long as we're here, I'm glad we're here and we're still talking about it. And looking at Aziz, we were talking about, like, he's got this warm audience. He didn't need to address it. No. Especially a year later, it looks like, you know, okay, like, from a PR point of view, I think I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I packed but I want to stadium, address this anyway. Yeah. So I could just go ahead and talk about, you know, all I'm back. this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think if we really are going to use this moment and this movement to progress and get better at all of this stuff i think you know we we it is about consent right yes. i mean it is about consent and coercion and cues and reading cues and i do think it's i we're not talking enough about helping girls and young women um, really own their voices right. and not leaving it on boys who, you know, you see and young men who you see who say, like, maybe I've crossed the line because it it can be hard to read the line. And they're given messages all along the way. And this is why I every year go crazy about baby. It's cold outside and people <laughs> think I'm insane. But it, it's not I just I don't think it's a date rape song, but I do think it. It taps into that thing where, like, we want men to be guessing if her no actually means no. Right, right, right. We want men to be able to read between the lines and hear her say, oh, I don't think so. Oh, I better not. But know that what she really means is, like, bring it. Right. And I would love it if we just got to a point where we were like, well, no, she's going to say bring it. Because, like, girls and women enjoy... Not gonna say girls, young women <laughs> and women enjoy sex. They can say yes when they want it, and they can say no when they don't. And so, if she said no, I guess she means no. Yes, and, and, and that this idea isn't one of those moments where I'm like, wait, does she mean no? Is this like the song or the movie or the sitcom right. or the nine thousand things that have been put in my face right. by the time I'm 18, where I'm shown that like no doesn't actually mean no? Like I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. The game, the little game, the little of, game. You know, right? The little cat and mouse game of does this mean yes? Does this mean no? 
um, should he be the pursuer and she be the prey in a way, right? Right, yeah. right. And so as I was reading the Babe article last year, that's what I was picturing. Like, here she is in his apartment, like, trying not to be a bitch. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, she's being told not to be a bitch. Like, hello, he's a celebrity, and he just took me to dinner. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in his apartment, and, like, I should probably be kind of fun and game. But she's also thinking, like, I don't want your penis in my face. I don't. Like, yeah. and Okay. But she doesn't say... Dude, I don't want your penis in my face. You right. know, she says, like, I don't want you to hate me. Well, you got to be more clear than that. But I don't put that all on her. I put no. that on what we teach girls and women to say and not say and put up with and not put up with. Totally. And, and so that to me is like the moment we have right now to change some of that stuff, to try to change some of that stuff yeah. in our own Households, right? In classrooms, anytime we can have these conversations. Households, maybe especially. You know what I mean? Like, I think parents can talk to their sons and daughters about this stuff. But the, the, the curious part, the part I keep stopping on when you're talking in my head is that idea that some she might be way into it. She might be excited about having sex or, right. you know, being sexual. And there's something about that where most of us kind of rear back a little bit. Like, you know, um, there's this presumption of she doesn't want to, and so he's got to press it. Right. And you're right. Like, if we shifted that assumption and it was like, we're all sexual beings, right? And so we might either both want it or neither of us want it. Yeah. And we can converse about that. We, need we to can converse about right? that. But a discussion right. that's pretty clear and isn't that abstract because we're told not to be that direct or right. rude. Right. <laughs> right. Don't be rude about to the guy whose penis is in your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's don't, a celebrity. <laughs> don't make him hate you. He just took you to dinner. He right. brought you to his apartment. Like, that's an honor. <laughs> don't be rude about his penis. <laughs> It's just this thing. What's the big deal? So I this like it's we talked about this with the Alyssa Milano terrible idea of a sex strike is there are so many times, even well-meaning times where the message goes out to women and to men. Okay, women don't really like sex. They're doing it for you. Like they're giving it to you. Right. Once you've earned it or once you've worn them down or once they've and. It, it, I really do think it all builds to these moments and it's instead suge- of it being this thing that's like it's if you're doing it right, if you're both into it, it's mutually enjoyable. It has, you know, it's it's a fantastic thing. And if you're not into it, say no, yeah. clearly. And and then no one's guessing like, well, wait, is no because she doesn't want to look like a slut because this culture has told her that saying yes immediately looks slutty. Right, right, right. You know, like all these messages, both people bring them into the date. It's true. Um, All right, so I'm going to bring up something you're going to hate so much. Okay, good. Last night... Last night, I watched seven minutes of The Bachelorette. Oh, God. <laughs> this podcast is over. <laughs> and Hannah Q is so right about this one. <laughs> um, so so here, I, I don't know what the whole backstory is. Okay. Um, but a, a guy is sitting across from The Bachelorette. There's one bachelorette and there's a whole bunch of guys. Okay. So the, I, I. Okay. So the woman is doing the picking in this the one. The woman's doing the picking. Got yes. It. Thank okay. you. Okay. That's what I wanted to be clear about. 
And um, and so this it's late in the game, so there's only a few guys left. So this is one of the last guys left who hasn't get who's gotten roses. Okay, he's still. I think in the I'm running. getting this right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he might get to be her husband. He, he might get to okay. be right. He might win her forever, or okay. whatever. However, Got this it. barter system he goes. He might win her hand. Um, I understand. And uh, and they start talking about sex. Okay. And he said, "Listen, if you've had, you know, I'm a Christian man. Okay. You know, he kind of this is his backstory. Okay. Um, so if you've had sex with anybody here." I'm out. But oh. otherwise, I want you to be my wife forever. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and so this woman wisely is like, you know, it, it, this is such a, uh, if you've ever, you've done some TV. Yeah. And you know, like, like reality TV is like hyper produced and totally. full of crap. Right. Um, yeah. This moment felt pretty real. Okay. <laughs> Where she, she said to him, wait a minute. Um, so you're telling me, why do you have any say over what I do with my body or what I don't do with my body? Um, I, you, you have no hold on me. I right. owe you nothing. Right. Um, and yet the guy kind of hung on to this idea. You owe me something. And he wouldn't leave. So when you, you leave, you get in the limo, and then you do this, like, yeah, side. Cry. Yeah, you cry. Yeah. No, I've, you I've cry seen a couple You cry and try episodes. to be the next thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be famous because I'm crying in the limo. Totally. Um, so the dude wouldn't get in the limo. And she's like, okay, you want to get in the limo? I had sex on a windmill twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on a windmill? Yeah. I don't know what I don't know the context of that. Okay. I wish I could I could yeah, explain that more I because it seems understand the physics. It seems, but... Right. I was gonna say it seems impressive. <laughs> okay, right? yeah. I mean, all right. <laughs> For both parties, I'm yeah, sure it go was a, a quite quite yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait on second thought. <laughs> Let me backtrack. <laughs> Christianity is overrated. You can teach me a thing or two <laughs> about windmill sex. All right. Anyway, okay. So she. So eventually, so so the guy. I guess I think he gets. I don't know what happens after that, but okay. you know, at least so she has her say, and she's kind of unapologetic about it. Good. And um, and Julie and I looked at comments. You know, we were kind of curious, like, okay, so what are people people saying to her yeah. on Instagram? How's this playing? They're ripping her apart, mm-hmm. as you might guess, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, you slut, you're not really a Christian, you're not blah, 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 you know, over and over again. Okay. And and she was kind of, like, brilliantly unapologetic about this, you know, like, in, in a way that was like, you know, yeah, I had sex on a windmill, really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> God still loves me, Jesus loves me, right. you know, like, bye, you yeah. have to leave now. <laughs> we are not getting married <laughs> yeah, in the limo. <laughs> yeah, by the way, you're not going to be my husband. That's how, that's, this is how this game works, you know? <laughs> no Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. Rose, and you probably should have thought through the windmill thing before you got into this whole thing. Okay, but people are mad at her, but, like, think about the long-term ramifications of growing up in a world in which you knew what someone wanted or didn't want that you could you could hear their words and believe their words yeah right yeah and if someone said like yeah i i like sex i've had it with 15 guys you know blah 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 like and not have shame around that like or you know i don't i'm saving myself for marriage i will not be having sex with you unless we get married and not have shame around that like right. if you just could say the thing yeah yeah, that's what we don't do. I mean, you know, uh, I think we do a lot of like say the next thing in here, um, but say the next thing. We all get to say the next thing. Um, it feels like we're laying more of that on women right now than men. Right? Are, are we doing that? We are. Yeah. We are. But because I think that it's mutually beneficial if we get better. I, I think women's voices and words are taken more seriously. 
Right. The first time they say them. That's true. Right. Right. And men aren't left to read between lines or pick up cues or ignore cues. Right. I just think every I think fewer and fewer of those Grace and Aziz dates happen. Agreed. If we all get better at teaching our, you know, the people who are growing up today. Yeah. Right. And or, you know, the the entertainment we put out that every age sees if we do a little better job with this message that like, you know, you have a voice and you get to use it and you get to be loud and clear with it. And you don't have to really even be subtle. Right. You know, you don't have to say, I don't want you to hate me. If that's what's going on in your head. Oh, I don't want this guy to hate me. You know, come up with some clearer words that you put out into the conversation space so that he hears, like, I don't want to have sex with you tonight. Right. Like, that, that I mean. And can that happen? I, um, And I know the answer to this, but I'll just ask it. That can happen in the moment, too, right? That could, that So it, if that happened before a moment was happening, before there was something sexual happening between two people. Right. Great. If it's happening during that moment, that's okay, too. Yeah. Consent can be withdrawn. Right. Yeah. Right. So one conversation I was having with Julian George recently uh, involved alcohol. So how muddy does alcohol make all of this? If, if, if both parties are hammered, right. which happens a lot among younger set in particular, right? The college age set, a lot of the stuff that happens on campus, everybody's drunk. Yeah. You know, um, I think still we you got to be able to speak your truth. You know, totally. yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if you're sober enough. I mean, I think that's a reason to talk to our kids about not doing sexual stuff when alcohol is involved. Right. Right. Because yeah. you might be with someone who's not in a place to consent. Yep. Right. Exactly. They're not, they don't have the, you know, wherewithal to say no. Right. If they wish they could the next day. Absolutely. Right? Yep. You can both end up in a position that you regret. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So walk away. And but but this applies to everyone. There's a story I tell pretty frequently where um, I had talks with uh, my my son and my niece and nephew all started college on the same day. And um, so the nights before we the night we were dropping them off, um, I had a brief talk with Jack and George, my son and my nephew. Um, you know, here's you're going to treat girls and women with respect. You guys are going to be the protectors. You're going to be, you know, you're going to be good guys. Um, somewhere around, we're in my car, and I'm with Grace. My Grace, this oh. is another Grace, my uh-huh. niece. Um, and it's our, we're well into hour two, sitting outside her dorm. And she's kind of like, first of all, I think she wants to get away and mm-hmm. do something fun. But she's mm-hmm. like, Uncle John, did you talk to Jack and George like this, because I was kind of telling her, okay, you're never going to not pour your own drink. Mm. You are never going to be alone with a boy after X, you know, like mm. you're going to call Jack or George right away if something happens, you know, and she's like, did you have to talk to them like this? And I'm mm. like, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just told him be nice. Right. You know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm putting an awful lot on her right. to be the one who polices yeah. the situation, right? you know, and, and that she pointed out was not particularly fair. Yeah, yeah. super interesting. So what'd you say? I agreed with her. Yeah. I said nope, I didn't. I should probably talk to them way more because if they hold, if they're clear about their position, maybe you don't have to be so responsible for the whole situation. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So I think that, you know, this gray, blobby, weird, what the heck did I just read, Babe article, Yeah. given what Aziz just did with the Netflix special, can really be kind of an instructive conversation starter, even a, like, internal dialogue starter, right? Even if this just kind of helps you run some of this stuff by your own moral compass and through your own lens before you go talking to other people about it. I I don't know. I'm... I'm glad he did it this way. I'm not here to, like, give it a star rating or review his performance. I don't know if it's perfect. I don't know if it misses the mark. I don't care that much about, like— He tried. He did he something. He tried, and yeah. I think he—I I think I'm glad he did it. I'm really glad he did it. It's super refreshing. And I guess the cue—and being a guy, I'm thinking about, like, what guys can do, right? So um, and I might have told you, Todd Adams and I— um, year, year and a half ago in the middle of all this, we had this talk um, where we invited guys to come and talk about this. And we decided, and I'm not sure this was the right idea, but we decided not to invite women, mm-hmm. which we, we got some backlash for. And we're not sure we did this right. Mm, but there I were, don't know. I kind of like that idea. Right, right. So yeah. there were 80 guys who showed up wow. in the back of this brewery. Um, and we just kind of like talked it through mm-hmm. and, um, and it was interesting cause different guys had different points of view and alcohol came up and why is it always on us? And, yeah. um, but at least it was a bunch of guys talking. Wh- everyone, why is, why is it always on us and what? Sense? Why is it always on guy? Why are we the bad guys? Okay. You know what I mean? Why yeah. are we the bad guys? You know, why, why is it, why do we have to think through our whole sexual history? Why don't women have to do that? Okay. And Todd and I had. We both share a point of view, so we don't. We were terrible moderators uh-huh. in a way because <laughs> we both came in with a very clear agenda. Like you know, right. this is on us. Knock it off. You know, like yeah. really be thoughtful before you make any move and ask for consent. And he went so far as to ask for consent for a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, like for anybody. You mm-hmm. know, um, which he continues to do, as far as I know, to this day. Yeah. Maybe I, I don't think he asked me for my last talk. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are like best friends. We're really good friends, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. all good. Um, but uh, but it was cool that, that the guys were talking about it. So taking a cue from Aziz, you know, from a guy point of view, it is okay to shift some of our talk, the locker room bullshit talk, to so, some of this, and mm. talk even if it's talking about the nuances of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Just working it through and thinking like about your history, you know, and your future and, you know, how do you want plan on handling this from now on? It's good to talk about, you yep. know, and it's good. I, I think it's good for guys to talk with other guys about it and to be open with other guys about it, you know, and I, because that felt like a really, that was actually a fun evening in an odd way, yeah. you know, uh, and part of it was, it felt hopeful. Yeah. It felt like, okay, these guys are here and they want to figure this out. They yep. don't, they don't want women to feel afraid of them and you know they don't want and they don't want to seem like vultures right you know totally yeah yeah i think that's the norm and women don't want to seem like the enemy or like scary potential life ruiners or you know right and and also not you know i'm kind of hung up on this idea like women aren't supposed to this idea of chastity or something like women are not supposed to enjoy sex or you know what I mean and so well Hannah Q put a end to that she put a solid end to that (laughs) (laughs) unapologetically the whole windmill thing yeah yeah I gotta start watching the show again (laughs) no I did it was not a bad moment I have to say as a viewer (laughs) didn't make me think maybe I'm 
joke. <laughs> Tuning in. <laughs> and what, and when it was kind of a cool, regardless of how you feel from a religious point of view, um, that she said, Jesus still loves me, knows who I am. You know, I had sex twice yeah. and, you know, Jesus still loves me. I, awesome. There was something I loved about that, yeah. you know, like, and somebody might clearly people disagree with that point right. of view, but that she just owns that yeah. and is really clear about that. And she's a clear communicator. So a lot, what I hate about that kind of reality TV bullshit is uh, I feel like it's so, so whitewashed and nuanced. And so nobody really ever says anything. So I couldn't believe Julie's like, you should probably watch this part. And I was like, wow, she is saying something, yeah. you know, like really clearly like, oh, no, no, you don't get to say that to me. You yeah. don't get to decide any of this for me. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't get to decide anything sexually for me ever. Yeah. You know? Right. And if you're trying to decide that now, deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, it's you know, thank God they had that talk before she gave him whatever the thing is, you know, and they got married, you know, right. like, yeah. Right. Yeah, and he's carrying around resentments about what she did before they were together. And right, right, right. Like and then and anger, and then who God knows foundation. what. Yeah. yeah. Plus, he seems like one of those guys who's seething under the surface. But that's another podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> he'll probably be the next Bachelor. <laughs> probably will. We'll have plenty of time to combustion. watch combustion. Jim O. <laughs> <laughs> Jim. <laughs> okay. Well, this is good. This is good. So have yeah. those talks. You totally. know what I mean? Like men, women, and men and women, we're talking about it now, right? right? And I would imagine listening to this podcast, you can walk away thinking, well, I'm not sure what they're saying. Right. And they were just saying- <laughs> That's every week. Every week. Right, right, right. Every, Wait, what right. did they just say? If you're looking for answers, pick a different podcast different for God's podcast sake. You should know that people. by now. <laughs> we have no answers. <laughs> just more questions. More Keep dialogue, talking. Dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> we should change the name of it to dialogue, dialogue, That's dialogue. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Just Charlie Brown's, uh, like, mom talking. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> but I appreciate you sticking it out and having these conversations with me. And you, too. Said, what, a yeah. great, what a great cue. I appreciate Aziz, like, pu- putting it out there for I us. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. No, I think, you know, if you know if it seems interesting to you, listeners, I would, I'd look it up. Yeah, it's, is, and it's quick. It's in the first yeah. five minutes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think the whole special is, like, an hour and ten minutes or something. But you can watch the first five minutes and, and get, hear what get we're a talking feel about. For it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it's, and, and still... He finds comedy, not necessarily in that, but, you know, his first few minutes are pretty funny. We were yeah. both laughing and, you know, so. The whole special is good. I mean, it's the, you, the whole thing's worth your time, I right. think. But um, but to to home in on what we're talking about, it happens fast. And if you're a man who's done something that you're not particularly proud of, it kind of suggests you know, there, there could be life after that if you're willing to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Even if you're a comedian. Maybe yeah. if you're a comedian, especially. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, so we'll be doing more like blah blah blah, you know, <laughs> dialogue, chatter, no answers. That'll happen Nuance, next week. The gray area, blah blah blah. <laughs> the gray area podcast with no answers. <laughs> All right, this is on purpose. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye bye.